Hi, this is Design Lota, the podcast about life as Indian designers. I'm Angie. I'm Sushi. Hey Angie, did you learn anything new this week? Well, I learned how to make baby corn butter. <laughs> I'll bet a lot of intriguing recipes are going to come out of 2020. Given the time and focus, we can take on most skills at any age thanks to all the resources available these days. For those who want to take it a step further, shadowing a mentor is probably a good way to get a front row experience. Anji speaks to Anshuman Dar, an expert learner and creator of the mentorship platform Command Plus J. So hi Anshuman, welcome to Design Lota. We're so happy to have you uh, on the podcast. We're going to uh, talk to you a lot about Command Plus J and also a little bit about uh, UX as a career that you've been uh, pursuing. So uh, why don't we start with like what you're up to now? Yeah, so I'm uh, really happy to be here. Uh, so I think I have been up to a lot of things recently. Uh, so things have been all over the place kind of. So right now I'm just exploring AR filters and just trying to learn some no-code tools and stuff like that, which I think will take over in the future a little bit. On the side I'm also exploring uh, uh, some generative art using processing and this new software I recently learned called Touch Designer. So I've always mm-hmm. wanted to make uh, visualizations out of music. and uh, so i'm just like trying to play around with that with code and what my journey has been like to design is uh, i'm currently in my final year of chemical engineering at iit guwahati and my journey has been well very similar to that of a self taught designer i think there are so many self taught designers out there now and so many times their story has been repeated so i don't think my story is very special that way i just chanced upon design i explored various fields in design and finally found my calling in ux Uh, can you tell me a little more about like what got you interested in design and specifically UX as a career, especially coming from chemical engineering? Uh, how how that journey happened? Yeah, so I think uh, I just chanced upon some articles one day on the web about psychology, and I've always been interested in people's behavior and trying to understand those things. So mm-hmm. I started reading about that, and thankfully, one of my friends in design at that time, IIT Guwahati, has a design branch. Uh, was like you know we use these aspects of psychology in design and that really got me interested so he told told me about gestalt law and he told me about like the different cognitive biases which are present and then it sounds very cliched but i kind of started looking at the whole world differently so i i was like okay so this menu which i'm holding that has also been designed by some graphic designer acha this phone mein the notification bubble is red because you know there's some psychological bias behind it so i was really intrigued by the whole aspect of how psychology plays into design so that's how i like chanced upon ux as a field but i think what really uh, drove home the career path thing for me is that i kind of understood that there as designers who understood how humans minds work right we had this sense of responsibility in uh, designing products which would not like make use of it in a bad way which would be ethical so i felt like there's a lot of potential to do good here but at the same time there's a lot of responsibility also and this is something which really excited me so yeah so that is kind of something which like motivated me to pursue ux as a career and here i am yeah that's really really cool i, I totally agree with you like this whole um, seeing light thing that i call it mm-hmm. suddenly you're like oh my goodness everything is designed around me and it's just uh, I, i i know it's cliche but like it i always get excited hearing these stories yeah. right um 
coming at what you uh, started doing through command plus j right like can we talk a little bit about when you see young designers and by that i mean like who are probably pursuing a course that's not design how would you say they're looking at their career paths as like young designers uh, and how are they figuring that out like what would you say i think i've definitely i don't know if this is because after command plus j i've actively been trying to look for people like this but, mm-hmm. but i have definitely seen a huge rise in the number of designers uh, in the number of people who are like younger like second year first year students and who are really mm-hmm. interested in design as a field but one thing which i find uh, predominant in all said people is that uh, they still worry too much a little bit and i think the worry is uh, you know founded in the right place right because you would be really scared if you are suddenly changing your major all this time uh, yeah. our parents and everything was kind of like we never really thought in the indian education system about what we want to do we were just going with the flow and at this point you're finally at a stage where you're just like okay i'm really passionate about this but should i follow it what will happen if I, it doesn't fall through or mm. you start to look around for some examples of people around you so i think there's a lot of apprehension and there's a lot of uh, among young designers there's a lot of feeling like you know okay let me just read some more media articles let me just find some more people before they actually really get into it like before they take that buy in so i think that is something which i notice a lot and i think mm-hmm. uh, with time i think people will start to see more stories of self taught designers who have made it and they will also start stop looking for that validation from outside and just go with what they're feeling or just to even explore the initial territory of what kind of design they're into so yeah so that's about i think it with regard to something i've noticed across most of these designers apart from the gap that is already there in like formal design education it feels like all these resources are so fragmented and you're looking yeah. for one path and you're using all these uh, references that you have and trying to make a picture that will kind of guide you right so there uh, so i i definitely see mentorship as a huge part of helping you out yeah um, how, how many ever years of experience you have you're you're still going to need mentorship because whatever we knew 5 years back about design may not always hold good for sure for sure even if the world wasn't changing right there's this attitude like i personally always like to believe even though i technically am still a student i have this vision for myself where i'm like i don't ever want to stop learning from even people who are you know more experienced than me and once i reach to a level where i have enough experience i want to keep learning from people who are younger than me as well because i think mentorship aside just having that uh, you know mindset that you know you should never stop learning just keep learning something new or just stay a student for life kind of a thing yeah. so i think yeah. that really yeah. helps so i think that is something which we should be looking forward to in general regardless of if we have a formal design education or not if we were to like define mentorship right what well, what would that be for you what what do you think it even means we we use that word a lot nowadays and i think the definition itself is changing um for me personally a mentor is anyone who i can who has taught me something in some way so i think people approach this word with a lot of like pre existing like there's this pre existing connotation Uh, which says that you know a mentor should be some, something which is very rigid something which is very structured but it doesn't necessarily have to be someone who's your mentor can even you can be talking to them say once a year even and just checking on with mm. them you know this is what happened since this is all the thing that happened since last year or these are the important points or even if you just have one single call with them and they help you out in some way so you know i think at the end of the day anyone who kind of helps you with their experiences 
and kind of teaches you something which you apply to your life and you can find your useful is a mentor right so and i think nowadays um so this is something we also had a lot of problem with at the start because we we knew me and vibha when we were starting this out that uh, you know there is going to be a lot of mentors even in people in the fourth year of graduation or third year of graduation but even in design as a profession or otherwise we always have this imposter syndrome of like can i really help people like why would i be a mentor right so we had to really tackle this question and try to understand how we are defining a mentor in our platform and we wanted to make sure that it mentorship or a being a mentor does not equate to you know isn't directly proportional to the amount of experience you have i mean sure definitely for career guidance more experience is better yes but you know there are smaller things which you wouldn't ask someone who is like a seasoned industry professional like 2 years 4 years 5 years into the industry you would ask something like as simple as you know how do you, how do i go about getting my summer internship or how do i go about making my first portfolio and the thing is in design college if i might say nid or iit bombay or guwahati right not only am i being taught by the professors but i'm also making friends in my batchmates my seniors and my juniors so this network is what really sets apart a self taught designer and a person who's gone to formal education for design and this network actually also people unknowingly act as mentors at least in my definition as a mentor right when i go to a senior every senior who i ask for advice in my second year you know i still have so many people i'm thankful for who like sat through my portfolio and they just really gave me that harsh constructive criticism when i needed it because of which i am a much better designer today and today i am very good friends with them like your mentor can also be someone who you end up becoming amazingly great buddies with right so i think this is also something i wanted to emulate where i wanted to not make this thing localized because when we kind of have all this kind of information like for example how do i get an internship in the summers this is something that every senior always gives gyan to their juniors about but this kind of evades people who are not getting a formal education they have to they are stuck looking for blogs and articles online so yeah, this is yeah. one of the gaps i wanted to kind of cover as well my bottom line is that you know mostly anyone can be a mentor if you have something uh, valuable to share because at the end of the day if you are walking a certain path someone has been in your shoes sometime before you and yeah, obviously yeah. you always have a path to cover ahead there's always room to grow but you should always help out people who are in the same shoes as you were once so i think that from that point of view you can all anyone can be a mentor really this reframing it in a way where we uh, both sides the mentee and the mentor kind of opening up their minds and gi- giving value to each other i think that's that's what it it has become now uh, looking at all the channels we have so yeah. which brings me to command plus j so can you tell me about what what was that uh, need that you found and you felt like we should do something about this um, so if you can tell me a little bit about that journey right right so i think mentorship has had a like phenomenal impact on my journey into design and i owe like a huge huge part of all that i've accomplished to the people who you know randomly decided to help out some weird person who cold emailed mm. them or messaged them on linkedin right so i realized early on that i will not probably be getting a lot of help served to me because i am in a different branch of engineering and i'm not doing design so i just actively started reaching out to people in my college outside of my college uh, just to like pick their brains and try to understand about about what their lives as designers look like but i realized two important things uh, one is that not everyone is comfortable with the idea of you know randomly approaching designers and you know on the internet especially because it can often feel like you're bugging someone i don't want to reach out to someone who's 
four years into design in the industry and just ask them silly doubts like hey how do you think i should make a case study right and another thing is that you know most spaces for mentorship which i came across to i was still lucky that i had access to like a good network because i was in such a college and you know my seniors were in such and such place and i owe so much of my uh, you know journey to luck there but i feel like in india right now or at least 2 to 3 years back when i started out uh, i came across spaces for mentorship which were only limited to tech uh, like ux and graphic design that's it like ux and visuals and not other fields and this is not only in india actually so i came across this um, mentorship platform called out of office hours which uh, kind of showcases and has uh, provides mentorship to underrepresented communities in the tech industry as a whole so in general it's a bunch of people who are living in new york or san francisco and they are volunteering their time and it's also like out of officers was one of the biggest inspirations for command plus day i think me and viba both of us were on that platform at some time and later on when we connected we both realized oh we're on the same platform and like so i think that space itself was also very tech focused right and i was like that's great and i am lucky that i have found my calling and my passion in technology but there is so many others like me who you know are not into that someone's into textile someone's into automobile engineering like design and coming back to my earlier first point is that not everyone is also comfortable you know going and bugging people some people might be a little introverted some people might not be super cool with the idea of bugging someone so it was really important to um so like we noticed these two things mainly and we wanted to do something about it so that is what like kind of led us to start command plus j uh so i think the biggest gap which we found in the current place was that we wanted to make a space where you know someone who is not only interested in ux or technology or visual design but any sort of design can connect to some industry professional or someone who they can call a mentor in design in india so yeah so this is something we wanted to focus on as well because we thought that representation really mattered here when i was starting out even though i was um, in like i was surrounded by so many designers in iit guwahati i was still looking yeah. for stories which were engineering boy or engineering girl kind of makes it in design because when mm-hmm. you see someone else start from the same place you have and then make it big you're just like okay if they've done it then i can also probably do it right so i think that is what um, that is the model i was trying to go for with where mm-hmm. i was very particular on people who have started the design journey in india because if i i'm definitely sure there'll be a lot more people if we opened it up to who would be ready to give time and mentorship and that's great yeah. but i think people will be able to connect more if you know they kind of relate to the story of the people they're talking to and it just helps serve as a motivation and inspiration for them so yeah that was our journey and that was what made us start command plus day right so basically it's a platform where whatever type of designer you are whatever discipline uh, of designer you are you can find mentorship or uh, become a mentor yeah so i, I think uh, one of the biggest gaps when it comes to mentorship in the indian design community or in general the design community is that uh, there's this thing of networking right where like we men- spoke about earlier what comes to your mind when you think of mentorship and mentorship doesn't always have to be the structured thing it can be a yeah. little more free flowing like even asking someone how you are making a career change that can be mentorship it doesn't necessarily have to be someone starting from college and someone helping out someone with assignments or things like that so you know and i think 
there's also this place where a lot of people want to give back to the community mentors want to give back to the community but they don't know how they can you know contribute so i think that is where we think i think there's that gap still where people need to educate themselves a little more that you know i do have quality and i do have value which i can provide and mm. uh, another another gap i feel right now is that um, there's the there are these small pockets which exist in india itself where mentorship is thriving and these are mainly the places where tech is thriving so like if i am in bangalore or hyderabad and i am working at a company with a design driven culture so mm. in this mm. in these cases like having that access to mentorship is often based on like the privilege one person has just by being in that location if i was in yeah. dehradun and i was a designer starting out i am definitely going to have it much much tougher than if i am a designer starting out in bangalore even if we are both self taught designers and both of us are say doing engineering right so this is also this like gap which exists which is why we wanted to stray away from physical events as much as possible until our in as a whole india's design community becomes much more dispersed uh now when you think of mentors right like uh, the mentor doesn't even have to know he's a he or she is a mentor yeah yeah right so we can learn so much from one tweet thread that we couldn't from a course right mm-hmm. yeah do you think there's some way of uh, being more intentional about it like if probably i need to know something more about design strategy so i kind mm-hmm. of look out for someone related to that in in a more like customized to me kind of a way right i think it starts with uh, just like you said like firstly following such said people my framework is just try to find the person who's really good at that area of things or who mm-hmm. has had some unique experiences in that area of things and just hear their thought like listen to them learn from them and mm-hmm. then only when i have like a set of questions which only these people can answer then i start actively reaching out to them like on twitter dms or i'll email them i'll send them a linkedin invite and hopefully like with my fingers crossed i'll hope that they accept it and then they reply and most of the times like 9 times out of 10 really influential designers or people who are just really active in the community these people mostly reply there nobody has a ego or anything like oh how i am not going to waste my time on you like 9 times out of 10 they will so mm-hmm. i think that's a really good thing about the community we are in as a whole so yeah so i think it's just more about finding the people who you can learn the most from and just going for it i have also found that people sometimes uh, go for titles and like go, not titles particularly but big words so uh this is like okay if i have a question related to ux i am only going to ask it from like lead ux designers at google nahi matlab you don't have to do that there's nothing like that like your question can very well be answered by someone else who's working somewhere else and some some of in some cases it might be answered better like say some senior of yours from your own college who's working somewhere you can reach out to them and they'll be able to help you out much better because they were in the same shoes you are in so i think people need to like stop running after the name or the title name of the company or the title of the designer and just focus on the journey they've been through because i think that's where you can really relate and connect with people when you like try to focus on the journey and try to empathize like because they will be able to empathize with your situation better right if you've been through the same journey i have even if not necessarily chemical engineering say you were doing biology before and then you went into design you will know how it is to break into design from an outside perspective like focusing on the journey of that the person you want to talk to has had and then just reaching out to them so you mentioned about this mentee kind of a mentee best practice which is 
you know if the if it's something you can google then uh, do that first and don't don't ask like hey where are the best courses on mm, ux oh my god yeah like, yes. you know um so is are there more you can think of like um plus we come to this whole point of how introverted you are and how you feel about reaching out to a total stranger yep. who you want to but like you don't know how to so yeah. you were talking about when you're in college you know this senior there's a little bit of a comfort level there so you can mm-hmm. kind of you can go up to them and yeah. say hey can you just help me out with this right uh, versus on the internet random stranger even though you know them through their tweets and you pre- you practically feel like you know them but you can't just yeah. you know, put it put in a dm and say hey i have a question for sure um, what what else like what are some other do's and don'ts if you have in mind uh, yeah. if if you yourself have tried and what's worked what's not oh worked. no definitely i think i have had a lot of uh, like learning so hard failures of mine where i'm just like okay i learned it the hard way that i'm not supposed to do this and i'm really grateful for people who have had like who've been candid with me because that's how i learned they told me you should not do this right so i have we found this problem a lot where we were worried about mentee do and don't so we also wrote a blog about it i think i'll just kind of run over some of the main points maybe like you can you guys can link it later to whoever wants to go through it so i think some best practices were one that you know always be the enthu cutlet right even if you're not enthusiastic if you're enthusiastic that's why you're reached out so even if you're not extroverted even an introvert person can be enthusiastic right you know you're really excited about this new uh, song or a book or just like that you're really excited to talk to this designer and i think that is regardless of whether or not you're an introvert or an extrovert so always be the enthu cutlet always try to make the first move always like like i always make it a point to if i'm talking to someone just make an email like one day before or even like one hour before my call is scheduled just to remind them you know just hi i'm really looking forward to chatting with you and uh, about my so in my text templates or in my message i generally say you know i'm really looking forward to talking to you from here to here this day and this time and uh, about my doubts or about my questions regarding dash 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 so in that small two to three liner message they got an quick overview of acha i have a call with this person in next hour next in the next two hours and he's going to want to talk about portfolio best practices right something like that so that really helps that making making the first move really helps and it and the mentor actually will be really thankful that you did it because you are making them time right so that is a good impression on them as well and speaking of good impressions always be punctual like make sure you do not do this because do not under and punctuality doesn't only mean showing up on time also mm. be punctual to the time you have asked for them because it is a mm. huge deal for someone to take out time and help you out so right if someone right. has said that you know if your call is from 2:30 make sure you are ready from by 2:15 with all the materials and make sure you are constantly looking at the clock to make sure that you are not going overtime because if you have asked for 30 minutes you can feel like oh the 30 minutes is a lot but it really is and it will just go by like this so you have to really be careful and make sure that you are utilizing that time well and uh, i think one of the most common questions which people ask is this tell me about yourself this is in general a, you should always have a tell me about yourself ready to go in life wait for interviews wait for elevator pitches wait for anything because uh, you know that small 2 minute tell me about yourself can really quickly jog the mentor about who you are what your background is and who knows you guys might find some common ground with the mentor so that's it yeah and i think another thing to be like mindful of i think this is only something i've seen mainly in the indian 
kind of way of thinking where we are like okay all of these questions we'll prepare from before so if someone asks you tell me about yourself you don't start off saying okay i am a team player and i'm a go getter like no they want to know you who are you as a genuine person what are your interests what are your hobbies what is your passion so just keep it genuine don't follow that you know don't follow what other people on the internet tell you i mean this is very <laughs> ironical because i am kind of telling people this but i've seen this thing i've seen my friends google how to answer hr questions and the reality is you don't need to learn how to answer them you just need to know yourself better and um i think finally it's uh, like one of the major things is that do your research before you go to the call it sounds like a very basic thing and you'll be like i can't believe you're actually not doing your research before going on a call but so many people do not do their research uh, to they just like go ahead and take it a little for granted if you do your research more it also also benefits the mentee because you will know exactly which parts and which questions to ask the mentor you won't have to you know wait for the mentor to go over their whole life story and waste time on your call so yeah i think these are some of the best practices hmm. um tell me a little bit about how it's been going with command plus j like what what kind of designers have signed up to be mentors and uh, how how's it how's that working out so i'll i'll answer this question in two parts okay so one is once we just launched and one is right now so when we just launched we were honestly not expecting the we were absolutely not expecting the amount of love and support that the community showed us which was amazing and then when we started there were equal amount of mentors and mentees who signed up and at one point there were more mentors than mentees in the end we came off to like around in uh, 10 days or something we had like around 200 people sign up which was huge for us because we had not uh, invested in any sort of advertising we were just we had just launched on instagram uh, so after this huge amount of people turned up we realized okay this is a lot so let's kind of hold off on it a little bit and we yeah. can learn from those interactions and then make our product better and then launch it again so this was like an mvp so we wanted to iterate and launch on it again we saw quite a lot of diversity and it was not just ux or graphic design and uh, i think that was really really hard like it was really i mean reassuring to see where we felt like you know this is something which actually has like this idea is something which is actually needed and people might like it but yeah coming to the second phase of your question second phase of my answer right now so we kind of went through a rough patch ish because uh, we did not anticipate how much work it would be for us so we were all students when we started it me and beba we started working on this and then we ended up launching and after all our research and all our design we ended up launching around october ish but uh, around october and then just before we had launched around one month before we had another person join our team amrita she is a design fourth year design student at nid so life got in the way but right now we are in the process of again getting back up so i am reaching out to mentors and i'm talking to them face to face and uh, understanding what problems there were because obviously there were problems we knew when we were launching as well if the system wasn't perfect we have we wanted to make changes as we went so i think that is where we were yeah, we are at right now yeah uh, you know i i've seen some uh, platforms which are not exactly mentorship platforms but uh, they're more of these online courses that come with mentorship as one of the uh, you know uh, benefits uh, but also the thing is someone's uh, the student is paying for this mentorship the mentor also gets paid right so in that case there is a uh, certain bar the platform expects from the mentor themselves uh, so there's uh, there's 
a little test they have to do or a, some some way that they say that you know i i'm capable of mentoring someone uh, i have this ability of maybe like teaching or i can communicate an idea well something like that and uh, there are some follow ups you know did the session happen or not and things like that and uh, the, my, my question here is like do do you want to get into that thing of evaluating a mentor uh, especially when we spoke also about a mentor could be someone who's you know uh, one year experience in the industry right so how do you i mean did you tackle that or you know what do you think about that yeah definitely this is something we thought a lot about when we were uh, starting out this is uh, this kind of thinking was right up there with the choice of whether or not we wanted to make the platform free or paid right is that we did not want to make it um, inaccessible to anyone by adding a payment gap not only in the time school actually going to the more like people in engineering like you're a student how do you convince your parents to pay for something which they don't even want you to get into like my parents did not want me to get into design i know i had to you know prove to them ki okay this is something i'm really passionate about and i can so so that is something which we definitely did not want to have a part to i'm pretty sure there will be people who want to learn design and who will be able to afford such classes and such mentorship sessions and i think it's really good that uh, that uh, kind of model works but we did not see ourselves go into that direction at all but um, i think coming to the question which you asked uh, about evaluating mentors we kind of um, have this questionnaire of sorts when someone signs up to kind of gauge what their what their intentions are behind mentoring and we based on that we try to understand okay i think this person can be a good or not mentor right so uh, because even if a person is one year experience if even if a person has one year experience they still might be able to give some sort of advice or some sort of mentorship to someone who's in his first year or starting out uh, in like maybe doing a career change right so i think we leave the judgment of whether or not this mentor is good because i i think everyone is good in some way or the other right it's just is this person the right fit for you i think that's a better word to go for so i think we didn't want to go into the whole judgment of things instead we wanted to leave the mentee to be the best judge of okay maybe if i talk to this person i will learn a lot more so so we will have we we were open and we are still open we always will be open to mentors of one year experience zero years of work experience or even 10 years of work experience on the platform and i think each of these three people will attract different crowds of mentees the person who has a lot of experience will probably even scare off someone who is just right out of college they won't want to talk to them directly they'll be like okay let me talk to someone who's a little younger who can maybe understand me a little better and slowly they build up to that and the person who is you know one year of experience he will definitely not attract say someone with two years of experience or five years of experience because they'll be like okay this person i probably know more than this person so i will talk to someone who is matlab you know someone who can help me out instead yeah so, yeah 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 so that's the mm. whole take that's my take on evaluating mentors sure. yeah 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 and i what also comes to my mind is it's possible that sometimes mentorship is about telling someone who's you know uh, figuring out if this is for me and probably a mentor might have a talk with you and say hey i think you can continue doing architecture and continue doing what you're doing and maybe you're good at that and sometimes that's also mentorship right so i feel there's more of these open kind of mentorship where someone can 
actually it's a little outside just talking about ux or whatever discipline it's kind of giving you a little more of a life guidance right yeah. like yeah, yeah. take this call because i feel this is what you're good at right uh, so i think that's also helpful on a on a platform like uh, samantha's jay most uh, you know designers uh would have had conversations with you know kids in their 10th in their 12th thinking is this isme scope hai kya basically right can mm-hmm. i do this yeah yeah for sure i get where you're coming from <laughs> i feel like there's so much mentorship opportunity in mm-hmm. at that age when uh when uh, you're trying to figure out am i creative i like to draw can i even do this you know yes, those kind yes, of questions yes. so 100% 100% i think ideally this is also one of our target audiences people in the mm-hmm. school we also have schools on the list where we want to reach out to schools we want to reach out to uh, you know different states and uh, educational boards of different places where we can tell people and i think i am really excited because I, recently I, i think you heard the news that cbsc introduced design as a part of the curriculum right so i think it's it's good people are now going to be more educated about this and this is where people with say zero years of work ex or one year of experience even come come more in handy you wouldn't expect a ux designer who's already working to answer questions like should i get into design by a kid you would expect these questions to be answered by people say i mean yeah sure they can be answered by professionals but also people who are in college that's more of the wavelength right like i got yeah. into college because i made this decision when i was in class 10 that i want to do design and i got into design college so how can i mm-hmm. help you think through what your what i just recently went through as well right like i i just want to talk about like this whole thing of how mentorship is helping uh, lessen this whole thing of competition and comparison sort of a thing between designers right completely agree with it i think when you have mentored people and when you have are in the shoes of someone who you are mentoring you're also very aware that this person can very well be like the person who can replace me but that's the thing right that's the beauty of it uh, the community this instills this feeling of uh, giving back to the community which people enjoy a lot like i know for a fact a lot of the mentors also which i whom i spoke to they said that when they heard back from their mentors and when they now look back and see okay in the last 6 months this is the amount of impact they've been able to ha- have over someone's design journey they feel really happy it gives them the sense of uh, gratification that you know i was able to help someone out and that's good uh, because the thing is the more mature the more you mature as a designer i have learned so much and i still every day i'm still learning from all these amazing designers around me is that you kind of start to realize that it's less about com- competition and it's more about fit right you are not competing for that same seat you are there is very little chance that there are 10 people or 20 people who are exactly the same kind of people that the company wants as well so you have to try to understand that like you have to try to understand to not take things personally when say you get a rejection because it's probably not you it's like it's very cliche but it's not you it's the company like they don't want you because uh, you know you don't fit it's just as simple as that maybe they weren't looking for someone as skilled as you right now maybe they already have an amazing ux designer but they wanted someone with more visual skills and you don't want to do visual work they don't want someone they want someone with visual work so why do you want to go work for them anyways so this kind of thinking is something which only like talking to people like i have learned this only by talking and speaking to so many much more like experienced designers than me who are in the industry and who are my mentors like i did not have this kind of a clear thinking before that's amazing i love that uh, so i was just thinking like uh, it's like having eyes and ears in companies that you are not in right 
like especially when you're trying to figure out where do i fit in where do i uh, where could i possibly work in the future and then these mentors become kind of your uh, window into this is what life is like uh, yeah. work in this place and i think it also um, it also can help kind of dispel some of the stereotypes some people might have i have this friend of mine in college and he's an amazing automobile designer but towards his fourth year he was like okay maybe i have to start giving up and just do ux because everyone is doing ux and i was feeling really sad i was like no don't do that you're an amazing automobile designer and i and that was this is before i made command plus j so he was also one of the major motivators in my head where i was just like if there was an automobile designer he could speak to who could tell him ki i know that in india or in the world actually digitization is on an all time high everyone is making interfaces yes so if while your work as a automobile designer might involve you know okay i'm making a dashboard on a car as well but you will also be involved in all these other areas of designing a car and that kind of changes your whole perspective from thinking of oh mere ko i have to leave everything i know and start learning us i have to add on to my skill set and that's what i think really really helps uh, just getting that peek into what the industry is looking for in a day in the life of a designer in the industry and this is something like i've never actually gone ahead with it but we have it in the works like with a lot of things where we wanted to kind of do a instagram takeover by our mentors on certain days and they can just walk you through their life just imagine if you mm, got to that's see, amazing like the day in the life of someone who works at uh, you know fab india like a textile huh. designer at fab india right Right. That is so insightful for someone who is mm. considering a career like that, right? You will mm. understand. Mm. Oh, oh! I thought textile designing was all about, you know, just coming up with random concept. But she seems to be doing a lot more hands-on work. Maybe that's not for yeah. me, yeah. or maybe mm. that is exactly what I want. So these small things are also something which really helps. I think that's a very cool idea. Like I, I would watch that. Your uh, finishing up your final year. probably there are other young designers and uh, students there so do you have any like message of hope oh my god <laughs> okay <them? laughs> so i think um, as a student i mean um, one thing which has helped me uh, is just hmm. taking it a day at a time like i read this really interesting analogy in an article the other day where um, they were talking hmm. about back when things used to be normal say someone hmm. went into a car accident out of the blue or someone went someone is now stuck at home because their leg is broken right all mm-hmm. your plans just in a second they're gone everything you have yeah. you have to stay at home you are you have no choice and say someone i mean touch wood but someone is suffering from a terminal illness or something along those lines mm-hmm. right you don't know if tomorrow is going to be the day you live right that is a very very difficult place to be in and those people the strength like i i kind of took strength from the way they handled the situation where they thought you know fine i don't know what is going to happen even 5 days from today but i know what is going to happen today and i can take it a day at a time right and i think that that mindset really helped because we are in a like i drew parallels from that situ- situation where we are in very similar situation where you know we don't know what's going to happen in the next week we don't know how things are going to play out in the long run i know it seems very bleak for people of my batch right now uh, because the job market is you know kind of rough and we don't even know when like all our plans all our parties all those memories we wanted to create with our friends it just kind of went out the window but i think looking at it um, from a data point perspective i think it's helped me kind of realize that we as a batch have also been through so much that i don't think anything is going to phase us anymore 
like going into like we have been launched into a recession and we have been launched into a place where we're going to go back mm. to life with so much more uh, you know grit like it's like okay you know what i've seen so much worse it can only get better from here if anything you you all will make amazing mentors because oh my goodness how resilient you guys have to be during this time so i think a lot you can share with people who have questions for you so yeah. thank you so much anshuman this has been a really good conversation thank you so much for having me sign me up mentor or mentee um perhaps both okay our ideas of learning mentorship and even having a career are changing rapidly and i think this has only been accelerated by the events of 2020 mm. uh, i feel like we all have a lot to learn and a lot to give as well yeah i'm kind of glad we're moving away from the whole one sided guru style uh, person who has all the answers uh, what we're seeing now is more mentorship in terms of just sharing what you know yeah and it's funny how a 50 year old banker can learn to code from a 20 year old student and Yeah the the idea that this is a completely realistic scenario today mm. we're also seeing a shift towards our career paths becoming highly eclectic right and at the same time highly specialized this influences how we look for specialized mentorship from different fields at different points of our own journey i also think it's so cool that in 2020 we can find mentorship in so many forms it could be an online course or a twitter or even an instagram dm uh, one downside i do see to the social media approach is that it can be a bit overwhelming for mentors when they are constantly bombarded with questions and uh, sometimes the ones asking them can feel entitled to immediate attention which is why it's best practice as a mentee to do your research first and ask relevant questions and also not take the mentors for granted just because they put themselves out there Hopefully this ease of access to a variety of experts will encourage those who are considering a career switch or getting back after a break. Uh, it's also a great way for experienced designers to pass on foundational wisdom that can raise the bar for the industry. Yeah. Seeing how tech has been engulfing literally every industry for <laughs> better or for worse, it's becoming vital for designers of every discipline to hop on board and Uh, build up their tech skills as well and what i'm truly excited about is how this open exchange across disciplines can bring us closer as a design community and really break the barriers of age experience competition uh, and so much more hey listeners have you given yourself the chance to build up your fellow designers we'd love to hear about it you can find the references and transcript for this episode and all our episodes on our blog designlota.com and we've put together a list of design mentorship resources on our blog that you can check out as well join us next time for an episode with a slightly different flavor until then bye bye